Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello. Hey, Jason. It's Jonathan again. Uh, Are we good? We're good. All right, let me get it. He's actually on the other line. Hold on. Jason, meet Daryl Hall. Hello. Oh, this is a pleasure, Daryl. Well, thank you. Hi, Daryl. Hi. <laughs> okay, I've got a little latency here. I'll try to compensate. Welcome to Cobras and Fire, a very special emergency edition. I don't know, we just a bonus, something like that. Is it really an emergency, Elsie? Uh, it is. I, I like to like uh, add some. You know, it reminds me of that uh, thing that <gasps> pissed off uh, Mark Torian that I said uh, bullshit or bravado, and I think you and I are pretty much both. So yeah, I like to mm-hmm. put a sense of urgency to things when there is no need. It's a good thing we, we gotta get this episode out immediately, <laughs> if not sooner. <laughs> this is pretty big, man. Um, it is. Well, anyway, so yeah, it's a pretty big deal, man. We got Daryl Hall from Hall & Oates on the show. Uh, I, I was able to, to land an interview with him, oddly enough, by them reaching out to me. I have no idea how I ended up on their radar. Uh, <laughs> I'll share with the listeners stuff I've, I've told you that led up to this. This is the third time. Uh, two Hall & Oates tours, one that got canceled from the pandemic, then when it rebooted, and now Daryl is doing a, a, a solo tour. He did, did a leg in the summer, now he's doing a leg here in the fall. Um, but... All three times I had somebody, the same person, a publicist I've never worked with, reach out to me about pre-show coverage. And all three times I said, any chance I can get an interview? And all three times I got ghosted. I shared that story with you. And then a couple days later, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to follow up on my last one. Just And sure enough, she replied right away. It took about two weeks to get it lined up. Uh, and motherfuck, man, I got a chance to talk to Daryl Hall. <laughs> yeah, this is a this is a huge thing. I mean, I mean, come on, this is one of your first bands you listened to back with you know you you speak to that. Say it. Yeah, I touch on it in the interview. I share the anecdote with him right away. But uh, yeah, so Kiss was obviously my my gateway. Um, and looking how things turned out, I obviously gravitated toward music pretty naturally. I don't think a lot of nine-year-olds were in the Hall and Oates shows, uh, you know, back when they were during that Voices privatized H two O run. But they were sure. they were the second band, is what I'm trying to get at. I remember seeing them on daytime TV. They played "You Make My Dreams." Now this is back before you could go to the internet, kids. And I had no idea when that song was going to be played again. This was the first time a song that wasn't from Kiss connected with me. I immediately went to like a quiet space and just so I could replay that chorus in my head over and over again so I wouldn't forget it for fear that I may never know that song and that joy again. Uh, (laughs) It was just such a natural reaction. But, you know, then, of course, Dad, can I get $5 to get the Hall & Oates record was not too far down the road, so... And and they and for uh, until Motley Crue, Rat, that whole kind of when things started, the dominoes really started to tip in the eighties. There, it was Kiss and Helen Oates. Those are the only two things I cared about as far as music. Yeah, and 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 people should know too that 
that the during the formation and, and finalizing of the of our show's na- name, you know, Cobras and Fire, you required us to have an ampersand because of your <laughs> Hall and Hall Notes fame, right? You said no, mm, no, mm, not it's not Cobras and Fire. It's the it's the ampersand mm. like they had. Well, like I was saying just a minute ago, bullshit and bravado is a lot of what we bring to the table here. But uh, yes, yeah, absolutely, you're one hundred percent spot on. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I—that's I, going to be in the it. biopic on us. It should. It should. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. Just so you know, you know, it wasn't. Uh, yeah, like the formation of all band names. That wasn't the, the background. But but no. By the way, it, I, the early casting came in. Uh, the guy who played Frodo is going to be playing you, and uh, I'm going to oh. get D- Daniel Radcliffe gets me. So oh, excellent! Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I was hoping I would get uh, what's his little fat friend. The, 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 the movie, Frodo's buddy. Yeah, you're asking the wrong Sam. guy. No, his name's Sam. Sam. Oh, his name is Sam. Okay. He's like, Sam, I love you, Sam. Okay, okay all right. We're going sideways here. <laughs> Who knew that we put Lord of the Rings in the intro here? Yeah. Uh, but uh, but yeah, can I get my little background? Of yeah, of course. That's why I got you here, buddy. Yeah. Okay, so the first song I ever heard, I think, was, was probably Maneater uh, because of our vast difference in age. Um, that's, that's when that one hit, hit for me. But when I heard it the first time, I was like, that's a catchy ass song. But then when the, the DJ said it, I'm like, what kind of name for a band is hall of oats? And I just actually, man, no joke. I imagine just like a hall full of oats. I'm like, that's a stupid name. And then, and then after that, then you were critical of band names. Like I was, I was, I was like hall of oats. What's going on? It's my, I I don't even like that breakfast. We're both cutting edge ahead of our times. Yeah, and, and then then when they said the real name Hall and Oats, I'm like, that's even worse. They're talking about a Hall and some Oats. I didn't know it was their last name and everything, mm-hmm. so that was confusing too. And then I'm thinking, you know, then when I learned it was their band's name, I'm like, Hall is fine. Daryl Hall, get it. John Oats, if your last name is fucking Oats, it's not like it's Nicky Oats. I mean, people know that that's his yeah. real name. He changed it to six. You don't go with Oats. I'm just saying, <laughs> like that that first stage name. I think and, it worked out because. I think it fits Oats. Uh, I, I, I'm going to be just put put all my cards on the table. I didn't well, bring most, it up in here. Most, I don't most like things, Oats. Never have. Uh, I, okay, I think he's got right. a weird image, and his singing sure. is pretty lame. I don't know. And it sort of turns out Daryl feels the same way, too. But Well, well everything fits Oats because small is always in stock. <laughs> but yeah, anyway. You know, John uh, Oats can get a shirt at the Wasp show. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. But... Another thing I'll just say for oats is why is it oatmeal? Why is it oatmeal? This is the only food I can think of that has meal at the end of it. You don't call it gruel meal. You don't call it cereal mm, meal. That's, it's, 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 that's it's, a hot take. I'm just saying right now, it should be just called oats. I think some people might actually call it oats. Hmm. Not on the not on the can. It says oatmeal. Fucking ridiculous. Too yeah. many words. Uh, Stick d- with Daryl would like the, to make it clear that the, the band name was actually Daryl Hall and John Oates. So. Oh, really? Then yeah. they shortened it up because uh, everything is just too he's, long. He's claiming everybody else just did that automatically. For oh, really? Yeah. It's not in the albums? It doesn't say Hall and Oates in the albums? You know, uh, my memory is that it is, but I... I, I'm just pointing it out there. Putting it out there. The, 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 there there's some chippiness between those two, and you, you'll, you'll hear it in the interview. But... Uh, well, not between them, but he's you get one side of it anyway. But anyway, but but on that end, uh, I became more familiar with Daryl Hall himself with, you know, Daryl's house and all that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, this is pretty cool, dude. And watching a couple of those episodes. And so that's kind of my I am vastly different is my point with my my, my fandom. But I do uh, respect him and think he's a, a pretty cool dude, like just interesting guy in general besides his music. 
I, I do think listening back, and it's been a while since I've done an interview, and maybe I'll touch on that here in a second. Um, but I left a lot on the table as far as follow-up questions. Um, I, I kind of wish, in hindsight, that kind of thing. It, it's still kind of a fun chat, but but one thing right. that, that I didn't get to mention, because um, he kind of inspired me twice. Once, you know, with that, that first wave of being, there is other music out there besides Kiss that you will enjoy. Um, and then also just kind of, you know, being all, being a blonde, a natural blonde. You know, there wasn't a lot of them in rock. Uh, so I, I gravitated to him for that. We had similar hair. Um, what are you talking about? Okay. But then uh, I did like, a, you know, a little, little humor, a little levity. Uh, but yeah, fast forward, like honestly, live from Daryl's house was almost, it was almost de-inspiring. It's like, I'll never be able to play that good. Look at those motherfuckers. Look, right. It was so... And we talk a lot about that in the interview. So if you like that stuff, we're going to get into to, to that show quite a bit. But uh, it was like a second wave of inspiration. Like you, this is what you know. You know the mindset of like you know when you're going to sit down and play something, you know, you know learn it, get it, get mm-hmm. it right. So um, impressive stuff. I, I was amazed. Not after I watched it, but it, it was. It's surprising to me how many hard rock guys really got into that show because it was not a hard rock show. Right. No, it was cool. It was cool for a like second or third act or whatever you want to call it. Absolutely, for his career, he too. calls it the best uh, best uh, work of his you know that, that he's done. So, yeah, nice man. Well, you want, I think that the fans are are waiting to hear with your your conversation. You want to get into it? You got anything else? No, I think that's good enough. I, I uh, once again kind of a a little outside our, our normal zone. We're typically hard rock heavy metal guys, but I think people who have listened to our show a long time know that just like most people, we do have uh, interests outside of that. So I'm glad Daryl agreed to come on the show without any reservations. He was a great guest. Uh, Did he uh, know the name of the show? Uh, <laughs> Getting into it or not? I have no idea. Probably not because this was a conference call. I was the next one. Uh, you know what I mean? It was like one of those things uh, where I get dialed in. Hey, Jason, meet Daryl Hall. And then, hey, Jason. So, uh, Did you go, hey, 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 can you? Because I haven't heard it yet. Can, can you say a rock's not dead? Cobras and fire. <laughs> did you make him do it? I did not. No. I knew uh, it. I knew uh, it. I, I forgot to do it with my recent one, too. Yeah. I, yeah I'm a little out of practice. Uh, yeah, I'm going to chalk it up to that. But. Uh, <laughs> But uh, I'm sorry. I, what what show am I on? I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> You're on the Wackadoodle Noodle Show. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, but it, no, it was uh, it was a good chat. You know, I will look. His his he's uh, been doing this a long time, clearly, because I think this is like one of those times where he gives you kind of quick, succinct answers, but he also makes his point. He, they're they're not like you know he's not brushing you off or anything like that. He just gets he's like right. yeah you know. The, that's about kind of how weight is. So uh, I really enjoyed it. He's not lacking any self-confidence, and hopefully the, the listeners nope. will enjoy the interview, too. Well, let's get to it, man. Fucking Daryl Hall. What I want you got that might be hard to handle. But like a flame that burns a candle. But kind of feeds a flame. Yeah, yeah. What I got full stock of thoughts and dreams to scatter. I'm very pleased to be speaking with Rock and Roll Hall of Famer, half of the best-selling music duo in American history, and frankly, a personal rock guy on mine. Uh, Daryl Hall, welcome to the program. Thank you very much. 
Hey, before I start hitting you with questions, I did have a short anecdote I wanted to share with you that just kind of ties me into my fandom for you. Um, I got into music with my, my very first band was Kiss, and I was like seven years old. And, you know, I've, I've been yeah. kind of a hard rock metal guy most of my life. But the number two band, the first, the, the second band that kind of became my group was Daryl Hall and John Oates when I saw, I swear it was like, a, I tried to find it, Daryl, I couldn't find it. But I, in my head, it was like, I was like nine years old watching like Dinah Shore or something like that. And you guys played You Make My Dreams. And then <laughs> I was, I was hooked. Wow. You know, it might've been Dinah Shore because I think I was on that show. <laughs> I couldn't find it on YouTube, man. Uh. I don't know. Who knows, man? <laughs> yeah, no, right, a long time ago, right? Um, well, you know, and coincidentally, you guys ended up going to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame with Kiss in 2014. Uh, yes, that's true. That's <laughs> true. I, uh, I uh, made my way into that morass of, uh, of bullshit, and uh, and and uh, and I'm, you know, I'm, I have mixed feelings about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, mm. and and mixed feelings about the people that run the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But I'm just I'm okay with being in there because you know it's it's part of a, a, a pretty uh, interesting club of people, you know, that have influenced music in the past 50 years or 60 years. And, uh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad to be one of those people. Yeah. I'm glad you're in there too. Um, uh, you're not the first artist to have some, you know, qualms with how it's handled. Uh, are you interested in getting any details? I love hearing about it. Oh, let me think. Uh, no, no, they're, okay. <laughs> they're, they're not even worth saying. I mean, there, right. there's a you know a cadre of assholes that's in, in, in the midst of it all. Not everybody, by far. There's a yeah. lot of good people in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame that are that are the voters, but then there's a little cadre of idiots. Yeah, it does seem like some acts they just get kind of dragged out a little too long. Um, well, just one last thing: you guys, do you know those guys in Kiss at all? Do you, any run-ins with them? And did you ever try to get Gene or somebody on Daryl's house? I never tried to get Gene. I I know Gene, and I know I know the other guys. Yeah, sure. I've known them for forever since the, since the old days. And uh, you know they're uh, they're pretty uh, pretty you know uh, well a couple of them anyway not all uh, <laughs> are are pretty astute people. You know, I mean they you know they're they're uh, you know they're intelligent people. Not fair enough. Uh, I, you know, I got a kind of a, a gamut of questions. I don't only have so much time with you, so I tried to I don't know pick and choose we'll see how it goes here but you worked with john for a long time um obviously when you when you're you, you have a partnership like that you're gonna butt heads have disagreements is there anything petty or serious or kind of funny that what, what kind of stuff would you guys like argue about <laughs> um you're a very timely person uh <laughs> I, 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 I i i i wouldn't even know where to start I wouldn't even know where to start, but the, uh, 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 John and I don't have a good relationship at this point. Okay. Fair enough. Um, well, you did have a pretty good track record there. Uh, now I can like I, I mentioned, I came in with, uh, you make my dreams. So that's voices. You have a quite a bit of a catalog ahead of that, but that run of voices, private eyes and H2O had to be quite an incredible ride for the, the, for you yourself and, and for John, I assume. Yeah, well, that was that that was uh, I would say that was as much spearheaded by my relationship with the Allen sisters as it was with anything else. Right. Uh, I wrote a lot of songs with Sarah Allen and Janet Allen and my, myself, and 
Uh, I mean, this this was mostly, but I, I drove the bus. It's mostly mostly been generated by me at that period of time. Well, actually, uh, after about the mid nineteen seventies, it was pretty much generated by me. Well, it was pretty much where the hits were coming from. H two O was, I think, my first record that I got that was brand new. Like like it was the, the first new release from Hall and Oates. It was a pretty big deal for me to to get that. But over the years, I, I've kind of been curious. Have you had you had the idea to name a record H two O for a long time? Because that that seems to be just sitting right there. I'm sorry. What, 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 I didn't quite catch the oh, point yeah. there. What, what were you saying? The album title itself, H two O. I mean, it's in hindsight, it looks like that's just something just set out there perfectly for the the two of you guys for an album title. Was that something you'd actually had for a while and just kind of decided to use one day, or did it just come to you? Oh, oh, I see, I see. Uh, I can't even remember. I, you know, I, I come up <laughs> with these titles on the, on the spot. You know, I, I I don't remember what generates them or doesn't generate them. All right. Well, you would uh, live from Daryl's house is is something I, I wanted to get into. Uh, doing a little research though, I, I I did find out prepping for this that you actually have a restaurant in, in New York there, a Daryl's House Club. Uh, when did that open? And have you done? You never done filmed any of the shows there, to my knowledge. I film I film all the shows there at the restaurant. Yeah. Oh wow! It's it, it's a club. It's yeah. a music club, and and and, uh, and uh, I, I, I started by doing it literally at my house house, yeah. uh, which is in uh, in Dutchess County, New York. But I, I after after well, I don't know how many years, I, I moved it down to down to the club, and uh, and, and and filmed a, and filmed a good part of the series down there. So it's. Uh, I've been doing it both places, or not anymore. In the first, in the first place, it's I sold that house, and uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I'm just doing a new season right now. I just uh, finished, uh, I just finished episode three, oh. uh, at the club, at the club. Can you tease any of the guests? I'm not, not I, I don't like to talk about it until okay. it's, uh, and I like surprises. Uh-huh. I like surprises. Good enough. I like him too. Uh, uh, the, the show. One thing. Um, it was. It was surprising to me how many like because uh, I like I said we talk a lot of hard rock and metal. That show actually appealed to a lot of like like hard like hard rock kind of guys, and that's not necessarily the forte of of the show. Uh, one thing that that it did intentionally or not, but it put the focus on the performance. Um, you know, and there's a lot being said in the last you know couple decades about technology kind of being utilized to cover up some talent deficiencies. Was that like a primary, like when you were putting the show together, you wanted to make sure that what you were showing, like the talent of all the performers, and, and not like leaning on uh, like tools and stuff. Yes, absolutely. That, that's what it's all about. It's all about the, the the musical excellence of not only the guests that I that are on the show, but my band, which is 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 ridiculous. The, the things that they can do, and and, and I, I'll include myself in it. it. It's 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 pretty crazy. And and I will uh, emphasize that we don't rehearse. This stuff that what you see is us doing it for the first time, uh, either the first or second take after we do our homework at home individually got it so it's it, it, it i don't know very many people that can do what we do yeah uh yeah that's that definitely comes across uh now how many of these guys i, I you recognize some familiar faces from episode to episode but is it the same band every episode as far as yeah, the house band it's my band yeah yeah I, I mean there's been a couple people have changed i mean poor t-bone he's he's, he's not with us anymore yeah uh but he, he you know we started with him and uh and then uh, uh, a guy named Paul Pesco came in for a while, like a guitar player. 
and uh, and now Shane Terrio is the is the, is the main guitar, you know, the MD. Uh, other than that, I'm trying to think. Uh, well, there were, uh, a couple of the percussion players have changed. It's it's pretty much been the same band for all those years. The sound quality is off the charts too, especially in the ones that you record on location. There, it, you can you can definitely hear like every little detail, whether it's just a, a couple like a little percussive pieces or something that isn't like a, a lead instrument or something. But how much time did it take to get that that room to sound and record just perfectly mixed? And do you just leave it, or does it have to reset well, just, each time? Just like just like the band, which I say I will repeat, is one of the best bands in the world, if not the best. Uh, I have a sound man, and and uh, his name is Pete, and he uh, uh, Pete Moshe, and and he he can make that sound happen anywhere. Uh, I, I've uh, he's an incredible sound mixer. And 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 that is one of the great things about the show is how how good it sounds and how well he records it all. Uh, and we've done it in many different environments. We did it. We've done it in people's houses. We've done it in in in, in the club. We've done it at my house. We've done it. Uh, man, who knows where? And uh, outside even. And uh, and it, he always manages to pull it off. And it's 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 pretty extraordinary. It is just killer. I'm, I'm so glad to hear we're getting more episodes back. Yeah, you, you did one in Cabo Wabo with Sammy Hager that was, uh, was that the furthest you traveled? Uh, furthest? Uh, well, I've done them in England, if that's for what that's worth. Man, I'm missing some I, episodes I, I've, there. I've been to uh, Hawaii. I mean, you know, I mean, I don't know, Mexico. <laughs> sure. <laughs> what, about, uh, what about performances? Is there any, any of them that were your personal favorite that you dug? Well, I mean, I, I, there's certain shows that stand out to me. I mean, I love the show that I do with the OJs because that's like baby, baby food to me. That's my roots, and, and and I had a great time with those guys, and, and we talked about old times, and it was it was pretty special. Uh, the one I did with Smokey Robinson, one of the early ones, was mm. it's sort of the same thing. Uh, uh, something that I uh, that comes from my teenage years, and then uh, let me think. I mean, the the one I did with Todd in Hawaii, Todd Runger in Hawaii, it was unbelievable. Uh, uh, oh man, I could go down, you know, on and on. They're, they're all, I, there's so many great shows. I, I don't know what to say. You know, I mean, I, I learned something and, and, and take something from every show. I was a little shocked at how much I enjoyed the one with Daughtry. Uh, I thought, the, the, there seemed to be just a real, you guys came together very well is all I'm trying to say there. Yeah. He's, he's, he's a really, I mean, so many of these people have, they're such nice, I, I don't know what it is. Uh, my, my choice of picking people i always seem to pick like nice people you know <laughs> that i get i wind up getting along with the, the asshole quotient is very very low you know well that's good and uh i, I don't even know i can't even i wouldn't tell you if i you know whatever but but uh yeah daughtry he's a, he was a great guy and a great singer of course 
A couple other ones I dug just to kind of hit you with them. Maybe it'll, it'll spark a memory. Uh, the the Cheap Trick one was a lot of fun, and also the Joel Walsh one. Again, you're not know, kind of leaning more to the Rocky guy, guys, but those were really really cool. Yeah, well, Cheap Trick are old friends, you know. I mean, uh, I talked about John Allen. Uh, Tom Peterson was John Allen's boyfriend for a while, so he used to live at my house. And uh, 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 so, yeah, I mean, uh, working with those guys, is, I, you know, it's that's. Uh, it's like a family reunion kind of thing, mm-hmm. and and I love that show. Oh, love I, that show. I have to mention CeeLo. That one was killer too. That was cool. I mean, CeeLo, man, we 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 had a good time. I, I, you know, <laughs> they're all good, man. I mean, I, I yeah, I don't know what to say. You know, I don't no duds. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, here I have more specific questions. And I never see you use a lyric sheet. You said you do your your homework at home. Do you 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 put in the time then? Because you learn like the guest songs. Like uh, so, you you come in. Basically, oh, oh, okay, okay. Or do you well, just hide uh, it? Okay, I I I will admit to using a teleprompter. Okay. It's just not a, I've never seen it. So, yeah. Well, you're not supposed to see it. Well, right. <laughs> but, but the truth is that I, I I do refer I do refer to a teleprompter because I mean, how am I going to learn all these songs? You know, I mean, it's you know lyrically and all that. But uh, uh, you know, I mean, so what? You know, that's 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 not uncommon. No, I get it. Uh, I also really enjoy the group meal that you ever do. Uh, it, it, it just the, the the vibe of of all these, you know, like you said, this is these are high end musicians, and and the experiences and and the stories you guys can tell, it just leads to a really great fun conversation. I think for the viewer. Yeah, I agree with you. I, it's it's the best thing I've ever done in my life. The way I feel, you know, it's 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 sort of what I was meant to do, hmm. and. Uh, I'm I'm just I'm going to keep doing it, you know. Like I said, we have the, the next season is already in the works. Where uh, do, well, do you like to cook? Uh, it seems like you're someone who cooks. Uh, looking at the show, anyway. Yeah, I'm a cook. What's your I'm favorite thing? A cook, yes. What do you What do you make? Oh, I don't know. I I go through diff- various things. You know, uh, I, I I some of the dishes in, in in my club are my my recipes, and. Uh, uh, one one in particular I have I do a lamb tagine that's uh, that's on the menu and uh, that's that's my particular version of a tagine and uh, I don't know I mean I cook I have a, a lot of different uh, styles of cooking. I I find cooking can almost scratch that uh, that creative itch that songwriting does. Does it have any type of effect like that for you too, or is it? Yeah, I mean, I, I I relate all this the same with house building. You know, I, that's I do that. I do renovation and restoration of house, mm. antique houses. It's it, it's all the same. You know, it, it, it's coming from the same place. It's it's you, you create something out of nothing. 
Right on. Um, well, uh, you, you put out some recordings uh, from those sessions on your before and after release, and that, that's kind of what you're kind of going out and touring now. Um, and that's basically for people who are not familiar. It's a giant collection of songs from your, your, your career outside of uh, Daryl Hall and John Oates. Um, but uh, was it difficult to pick which songs you wanted to grab, like from Life from Daryl's House? Uh. I tried to pick songs that I was mostly featured because I, I went since it was the uh, you know my album. I didn't want to have to share too many vocals with people, so I, I, I mostly picked songs from LFDH that I had sung on my own in, in certain episodes. So that 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 sort of determined some of the the, uh, the choices. Is there any new music on the horizon for you? Um, sounds like if it is, it'd be solo. Yeah, I'm working on new music. I, I'm actually working. Uh, I started an album uh, last uh, this past year with uh, with Dave Stewart, an old my old friend, and uh, and we're going to try and complete it uh, sometime soon, uh, as soon as I get a chance, and uh, and and that'll be the first to release of new music. And then I, I got a lot of things, a lot of irons in the fire, a lot of people I'm work, I'm, I'm uh, looking to work with, and going to be working with, and. and, and in some cases, I've already worked with. So, excuse me. So, uh, uh, yeah. So the answer is yes. New music on the way. Just want to get the time to do it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that seems to be the with the, with the changes in the music industry now. You kind of work at your own kind of pace, right? There's no deadline. There's you just do what you want and release well, it no, when it's ready. I, 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 no deadlines whatsoever. My own. I. I I'm not. Uh, uh, my days of slavery to to uh, uh, record labels is over. Right on. You know, uh, before I forget, uh, live from Daryl's house, and when it comes back, is it just, will, it, will it be on a, on a network? It will it be back to the web series. Where do we, where can we find it? It's going to be. I, I haven't uh, uh, completely nailed down the different formats that it's going to be released or they're going to be shown on. Uh, I, so I, I don't want to comment on that. I mean, it's going to be probably more than one place to go you know, to watch it. All right, cool. Yeah, I mean, you, the Internet's out there, people. You can find it when it does. but uh, um, You won't have any trouble finding it. Okay. <laughs> you know, uh, let's get into a little bit of the songwriting process for you. Nowadays, like, is when you're sitting down to write, does something come to you ahead of time, or do you just pick up an instrument and... What instrument do you lean on the most to just get the juice? It, it really doesn't. It, it, there is no pattern. I, I, I might pick up a guitar and, and come up with something. I might pick up, you know, sit down at the keyboards and come up with something. I might have a lyric idea. I might have a phrase. I might have a drum, you know, a drum pattern or, a, you know, some kind of a, of a groove and start from there. It, there is no there is no formula. I, I, I work in every different direction. Right on. And um, well, I'll pat you about bat in the back a little bit here. You know, you've been in the you've been doing this a long time, but you look great and you sound great. And you and I both know that that's not something that everybody gets to to say at this stage of the game. Uh, is there any type of regimen, physically, diet wise, anything that you do to make sure that you're you're able to still kind of continue to do basically what you want to do? Well, I've always been a I, I'm not an excessive person uh, as far as you know. I, I never really. Uh, wasted myself and, and I've paced myself over the years and, and I, uh, I eat well, I mean, I, I eat a, a, a very low carb diet. Uh, uh, and, uh, you know, exercise and I do everything that <laughs> most people do that try and keep it together, you know? And, and, and that's about it. I have good genes. All right. Uh, when you travel for the, like a tour like this, are you, you, you're flying in or you're bussing? No, I fly. 
I fly. Yeah, it seems like uh, when you can, it's just nobody wants to do the bus thing anymore. Um, but, uh, well, I, you know, once you fly, once you fly, I mean, I fly private. You know, that's my okay. that's my indulgence. Well, it's, it's actually my necessity more than an indulgence. Sure. I, you have to know about the the phone line call notes. Welcome to call notes, your emergency hall and notes helpline. To hear one on one, please press one. To hear rich girl, please press two. To hear manita, please press three. No. You, oh, yeah, I know about it. Yeah. Okay. I don't, give a shit. I don't give a shit about it. Sure, here. Yeah. I, I was just surprised to see that. I heard about it. I think, I don't remember if it was the 80s or 90s when I first heard about it. But I was surprised it still actually works. Um, I, I called. Hey, uh, you never know what people are going to do. <laughs> I'm sure. Call, call in, listen to songs, uh, whatever. Uh, you've been immortalized on Family Guy. Uh, any thoughts on that? Have you seen it? Okay, Daryl. It's almost dry. <laughs> Very nice, by the way. This one's going on the shelf right next to Dan Fogelberg. Hey, Lois, am I up next? Just wait in your dressing room. I'll come back for you, Oats. I'm not coming back for Oats. Uh, no, I don't really watch much television. Okay. I've done, I, I think I did Family Guy. Okay. I think I did some voiceovers with Family Guy. Yeah. yeah, I know sometimes they get the artists. It's not always easy to tell. Uh, but anyway. Yeah, I, that was a while ago. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been going back a little bit here. All right. Well, right now um, we're talking to you because you're going on a run of tours here in November. Um, this is a, kind of a second leg, right, from the, the follow-up from the summer in support of the, the latest record we talked about, Before After. And Todd Rundgren is coming with you. Do you guys get up and play any songs together? Yes, we do. That 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 comes at the end of the show. So, okay. uh we do the whole thing, you know. My band backs him up. My band backs me up. My band backs us both up. The whole thing. Right. Like, how long of a show? We t- is it just the two of you then? Like, like a three, four hour night, or it's a, it's like a, I haven't timed it. I, I think it's an hour, <laughs> hour forty five, something like that. Hour forty. Okay. Know. Hour forty five. Well, uh, the the tour starts on November nineteenth. Here, it's just in a couple weeks uh, in, in Syracuse, New York. Do I have it right at the On Center? I just haven't heard of that place. Uh, and then it wraps up on December 3rd in Evansville, Indiana. Daryl, I will be seeing you at the State Theater in Minneapolis on November 29th. Have you ever played there? Mm, you know what? I don't know. I've played so many places. <laughs> <laughs> How could I ever remember names, man? I probably have. Yeah. <laughs> if it's I, been around a long time, I've played it. <laughs> yeah, it has been around a long time. There's, there's a pretty good chance. I know. I think the last time you were in town with John, uh, you were playing at the XL in St. Paul, uh, but that's more of an arena. Um, this is a very nice uh, theater. Yeah, I, I, I was just, uh, I was just there to see Nick Mason. Um, if I do get a chance, I will make a formal introduction when I'm there. But uh, with they're still doing COVID stuff, so they, I, it's probably unlikely. But anyway, uh, I just, uh, I look forward to seeing the show. It'll be my first time seeing you solo. So uh, this is kind of a, okay, a, a man. looking forward to, it. and especially if you're. So this is the the Daryl's House House Band that's gonna be playing with you. Yep, it's the, it's the same band. Man, it just keeps getting better talking to you. Well, is there anything I missed, I man? Mean, I mean, I could talk to you all day. I could, but uh, I mean, you had such a long career, but. I don't know. I mean, I think you covered the bases. All right. Well, anybody that's looking to get tickets or tour dates, finding this stuff out, of course, you can find it on Daryl's Hall, Daryl Hall's website, DarylHall.com. Um, but I, you know, that that stuff is so antiquated now, Daryl. It's just type Google Daryl Hall tour, and you're going to find something. So there you go. All right. Well, hey man, um, truly an honor. I really appreciate your time, and uh, best of luck on the tour. Hopefully, I see you in the Minneapolis. Okay, man. Thank you very much. Take it. 
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.